Well, that's, you know, that's what I really, how we, how we first connected, what I wanted to talk to you about was like, what you do at BBG, what got my attention was like your marketing prowess, which is like, I, I respect that. Like I've always been, I think, good at sales, so to speak, but I've always been creative and interested in like, how can you blend the two things, right? So like your marketing stands out in our industry because our industry tends to always be like lagging a little bit. I feel like legal and insurance always kind of like lags the norm. And like, I always look at like, how can I take stuff from different industries and input in here into our industry? So like, it was refreshing to see your stuff and what you're doing. But like, my, my question is like, why does the marketing in our industry suck so bad? Like some people do it well, but like, why, why is it so bad? Like what could people do to make it better? This took me a long time to realize, even, even until I got on the broker side for a little while, that's when I'm like, man, these people are out of touch with their customers, with the clients that they serve. And, and you know, in our industry too, so many brokers are out there selling. It seems like they're selling to other brokers instead of to clients. Like the language that they speak is very dry and it's really not in touch with, with what a customer feels or wants. Um, and that's where my target has been. But why, why does it suck so bad? I think because we've put up these like fake barriers and walls about what the rules are. Looking at the agents that I used to sell to, um, when, you know, as a carrier rep, you sell to brokers. And there was always this king of the office or man of the office mentality. And that was always the broker. And then they had an account manager. And it was mom and pop shops, but also the big shops is where you would see the brokers are in charge and then everyone else are like account managers that serve the broker. There's really no create creative roles within an agency that I remember seeing. And it, it didn't matter whether it was small or big. Do you, I mean, do you feel like that's hundred percent? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that typically account managers are so overwhelmed with all of the job duties that they have. They don't have the opportunity to really be creative nor is that what they signed up for. And then brokers, honestly, they're actually trying to sell or they're out golfing. And typically that's what I saw when I was down South was they were out golfing and like schmoozing with business owners um, or, you know, they were trying to sell. They weren't focused on the marketing aspect. And it wasn't until I got into BBG and I started to look around at all of their, um, all their marketing material. And I'm like, man, like this, this could be refreshed. Like we have so much opportunity. We are doing all of these cool things. We're way ahead of the broker industry. We're, we're so into self-funding into consulting. We have an enormous HR practice technology. Like we have all of these um, innovative services and solutions, but we look like we are a 25 year old agency, which we are. And that is where I saw so much opportunity and they let me run with it. So everything that I came to the table with as an idea, they were like, go for it. Like, let's see what it turns into. And I started to build that trust over and over again that I knew what I was doing or knew what I was talking about or that I could complete what, whatever goal I had set forth. And they just kept giving me more, I guess, room to grow more of larger budget, more opportunity. Uh, and that's led me to really take on, they really let me call it whatever I want, but I would say a director of marketing role along with being a, um, a benefits advisor. That's awesome. And you know, when you talk about like 
the language that people use is probably more industry language and it doesn't it resonate with clients like what do you, what did you do and like what kind of like messaging do you use with clients to like speak their language like how did you change things yeah i think this goes from pictures that show the different backgrounds or different industries that they that, that represent them so especially right when I walked into our agency, but it's, this is all agencies across the board. Typically you see the suit and tie look. Um, and that's not what people are wearing to work anymore. I mean, they're, even we work in the government space. Like we work with a lot of government contractors and you would think that these people are wearing suits every day. They're, they're not anymore. And so it was really, okay, so how can we make our marketing look like the people we serve, but then the messaging getting to simplified language that's easily digestible. Uh, talking about healthcare in the way that is, is almost storytelling instead of using terms that people can't relate to or remember. We know this from enrollment meetings, right? Like enrollment meetings are known for being so boring, but shouldn't that, that should be an event that's exciting. Like here are the benefits that your company gives you. Like here's an opportunity, like that should be a fun meeting, but the language that's been, that's been used in the past does not relay that message. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, people dread going to those meetings, but it should be fun because you're getting, you know, you're saying like free stuff. Employers should be building that stuff up too, right? To let their employees know how they're, how they're helping them. Um, I think like we talked about this before, but like the problem I had when I left the carrier side to come do this was, well, why do we do it this way? Because that's the way it's always been done. And I just was not okay with that. And I feel like you're not either, right? So you're, you're making changes, but there's not like regulatory things stopping you. That's why I always, I'm just confused as why people aren't more focused on this because nothing is stopping you from doing it, right? I think it's just putting in the work to your point of like account managers, producers, account managers are so overwhelmed. You can't say spend an extra 10 hours of your time mark, doing marketing stuff if they don't, especially if they don't like it. And then producers, consultants, brokers are traditionally very good salespeople, right? They're out selling, but that's necessarily building the brand at the same time, right? So like, how would you suggest somebody get started if they don't do anything right now? Because I think people reach out to me and they ask me and they're like, well, how long does it take to get a sale? Like, how long do I have to do it until people like reach out to me and start you know, flooding my email inbox with opportunities, I think you would probably say it doesn't really work like that, right? Like you need to invest time and think about it a different way. But like, how, how did you get started? And how could you get started? Yeah, no, you're exactly right. I think people want the instant ROI. If I put up a website, a new website, when do I start seeing the ROI on the five to 10, 15 grand I spent on it? I think that that's a great point. How to get started on it? Um, so I think the first step and that I've seen agencies struggle with, because I have had a, quite a bit of agencies or brokers reach out to me and ask you know, for advice on this. And I think the first step is figuring out who you are, like why people buy from you. So that's something that we did internally too, is like, what, what do we, what type of message and story do we represent in this market and how can we portray that through our marketing? So that I think is step number one, because that's what you're going to use for, for everything with marketing, whether it's your sales presentation, your website, social media, all of that. 
Um, and this could be, I mean, keep your colors, the logo, that's, that's just like, um, that those are just brand pieces. Like that's not even really marketing. Like marketing is the message that you're, you're in the reputation that you're creating in the marketplace that you're in. I think that's step number one. Um, step number two is, is I think focusing on what you can first. Um, the website is something you would typically outsource. So that one's kind of a little bit easier. Once you have your messaging down, that's, that's pretty easy to, to do. One thing I don't recommend with websites is, um, you know, every time you go to a marketing agency, they'll say, give me some of your competitors. I don't want, it's like benchmarking. Like, I don't, yeah, what yeah. competitors? I don't want to be, I can name the biggest shops out there. I don't want to be like them when it comes to marketing. So I ended up giving them marketing samples of completely different types of companies who are killing it in marketing. For as much as some brokers don't like Zenefits, they are killing it in the marketing department. Gusto. I mean, a lot of these technology companies know how to market. And that's what brokers need to do because those technology companies are also our competitors. Um, so that's, that's one example that I have when it comes to the website design. Um, but another thing is, and this is huge, and this is something I'm always struggling with, and that is starting somewhere when it comes to social media. So it's very difficult to come up with a consistent uh, schedule for, for marketing. You know, it's, People will put up one article, one post, and they won't post for another week or another two weeks. It's okay if you get two likes on your post. It's okay if you get no likes. Um, that's going to happen because the algorithms are all dependent on many different things that aren't worth uh, spending too much time on. But what I would do is promise yourself that you're going to spend a certain amount of time each week on social media and posting. Um, this is LinkedIn. Instagram, meh, okay. Like, I, we have it, but it's more for credibility. Right. You really want to go going to want to look at um, LinkedIn, possibly YouTube, um, some of these platforms where your customers are. Where do you find most of your customers are? LinkedIn, YouTube, anywhere else? So LinkedIn is definitely big. Um, YouTube, I think there's a lot more opportunity than what I have taken advantage of. That is like a goal I have of this week or of this year. Um, podcasts. So uh, Derek, who you know in our office, we, re we recently launched our own podcast. Um, it's not live yet. It'll be live uh, beginning of July. Um, so I think that's a good place and good opportunity. Um, but it is, I mean, it is difficult because everything is so um, like all, what's the word I'm looking for? Like there's so many people on all these platforms. It's noisy. Yeah. It's very noisy. Um, Facebook is one that I've mixed feelings about. Like we were spending a lot of money on ads for them and not getting anything back. I think you have to have a Facebook page and there's opportunity there, but I wouldn't expect you to get your deal with the CEO on it. Um, that's maybe where your HR people are going to hang out. Um, this is going to take you time to figure out. It's taken me two years to try to figure out here. Thank you.